are going to spend some time on a topic that is very important or it's one of the key elements of Christianity known as faith. Can you say faith? We are also going to relate faith with our mind. Faith and our mind. There are three scriptures, there are three basic scriptures we are going to read before we really get into this topic. Let's read from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. So that's where we see the definition of what faith is. Shall we all read that together? Now, faith is the substance or realization of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is faith? If someone says that we have faith in God, that simply means we are able to realize something that has not come true in our lives yet. We have not seen the evidence of those things coming into existence yet. But still we believe that they are going to come. That's what is faith. So one who is having faith in God, he believes for those things which are not seen yet. There are many things that you have not seen yet in your lives. If I ask some of you, you would say that I have not seen that beautiful bride that she's going to come in my life yet. I have not seen her yet. But you believe that God has prepared someone for me. You may say that I have not seen that beautiful baby that I'm going to carry in my hands. You have not seen that baby yet in your life, but you are believing, you are hoping for. You are, even though you don't see the evidence, or you, you don't see the things in our lives yet, but you see things appearing one after the other, and that will eventually take you to where you want to be. That is what is faith. And the second scripture we are going to read is from Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Even though faith has nothing to do with mind, we still need our mind to have faith in God. You can have a little more feedback. So still we can have, still we need our minds to have faith in God. And this morning I'm here to help you. How do we relate our mind with the faith that God wants us to have? Wants us to have? So Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17, what does it say? Can one of you just read out loud if we can? One of you? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Someone to whom the word of God is not preached, obviously he or she is not going to have faith. So faith is very, very important. We need our mind here. People, who suffer, those who are suffering with mental illness, who are not in their minds, they cannot hear the word of God. So faith cannot develop in their lives because they still need their minds to hear the word of God and to accept the word of God so that faith can come alive in their lives. So sound mind is very much required. Sound mind is very much required to have faith in God. And God has given us sound mind. That's what scripture says. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. Can you read that with me? For God has not given us spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has created us with a sound mind. He has given us the right mind so that we hear the word of God. We understand the word of God. 
and faith comes in our, in our lives alive. In the same way, people, those who are weak in their minds, those who are tender-hearted, you know, they may have a great faith in God. But if their heart and if their mind is not roughened, if their mind and if their heart is not hardened, they struggle to exercise their faith in times of challenge. There are challenging days in everyone's life. You know, we may have a great faith in God. Even though we have great faith in God, if our mind is not strong enough, if our heart is not strong enough, we find it very difficult to exercise our faith even when we are hit with challenges. When we turn back to see in some of our lives, we had very tough times in our lives. You know, at times our faith level goes very low and we find it very difficult to survive because we, don't, we are unable to believe in God for anything. You know, this morning God is telling us that we need to have a tough mind. We need to have a strong heart in our lives. So the, as I said, no doubt that we are living in very tough and challenging days. Now in order to withstand the challenges that are ahead of us, what we need is a tough mind. So this morning I would like to title my sermon as Tough-Minded Faith. Can you read that with me? Tough-Minded Faith. You know, today Christians are believed, or in fact Christians behave themselves in such a way, the world is thinking about them, that Christians are just a flimsy, weak, weak, and wimpy and sissy and spineless bunch of folks. That's what people around us look at us and say that, you know, they don't have any strength. They are not strong enough. They say that they don't, they have faith in God, but when time comes, the way they behave, have you not seen them behaving this way? Have you not seen them, you know, getting afraid of things in their lives? Have you not seen them, the way they're running around for help? Where is their God? How do they say, why do they say that they have faith in God? You know, we know God is real. We know our faith in God is real. But we are unable to stand straight and demonstrate our faith in times of challenge. So that means there is something wrong. <clears throat> there is something wrong. When challenging situation strikes us, when we feel that everything is, com everything is coming against us, we tend to lose our faith in God. And we behave as if, you know, we are behaving as, as like anyone else who is not having God. You know, this morning you need to ask that question, I need to ask that question to me. Where is our faith? Whether our faith is dormant, whether our faith is inactive, or there is no faith at all this morning, God is telling us it is time that we need to have tough mind. So tough-minded faith. What is tough-minded faith? Those who have strong faith in God. If their mind is not tough enough, if their heart is not strong enough, it is very hard to exercise faith in their lives. So their mind has to be strong enough and their heart has to be rough enough. That doesn't mean that you behave cruel. No, it's not that. That doesn't mean that you behave violent. No, it's not that. We need to be soft, we need to be gentle, but we need to have a strong heart. We need to have a strong mind in order to do the work of God, in order to fulfill the commission that God has given us, even though it may be raising up kids. We still need to have a strong mind. We still need to have a rough and tough heart. You know, this is very much essential as we are going into our future because there are many things are not certain in our way, on our way. 
We may have to make tough decisions on, in, in our future. We may have to oppose, face opposition. We may have to face threats. We may have to face persecutions. There are many challenges which are on our way. Whenever a child is born on the face of this earth today, we tend to think that if our life is so much with, filled with so much of challenge, how the life of this child is going to be? How the future is going to be? There is no doubt we are living in challenging times. And this morning, God wants us to have a tough-minded faith, a tough-minded faith. I believe this morning God is equipping us. God is preparing us for the challenges that we are ready. We, we, are, we, are, we need to get ready ourselves to face with in our lifetime. It's going to be hard if we are not prepared. It's going to be tough if you are not willing or not ready to face those challenges in our life. So quickly we will see some of the characteristics of tough-minded faith. Or why we need to have, why do we need to have tough-minded faith? First of all, tough-minded faith is sensing success in dark times. Can you say that, read that with me? Sensing success in dark times. It takes faith to sense success when everything else tells you that it's going to fail. It takes faith to gain success or to even to sense success when everything else says it's going to fail. Genesis chapter 26. Scripture talks about a time of great famine in the land. There had been a drought for years together. The land was very dry. People were suffering. They were not having even enough food. And at that time, God looked at a man by name Isaac. And he asked him to take a step of faith. And he said, you go and plant seed. When everything is dry around him, God looked at Isaac and said, Go and plant a seed. This morning we are talking about tough-minded faith. It did not make sense at all. Isaac would have asked, God, have you not seen the weather condition? Have you not read the weather report just recently? How am I going to water these plants if I plant the seed? It's all going to be a waste of time. Nothing is going to come up. Nothing is going to work. Why God? Why? Why do you ask me to plant seed at this tough and rough time? That's what Isaac would have asked. A tough-minded faith was needed for Isaac to do this. Bible says, in the midst of the great famine, he sowed the seed. Can you imagine ever when there is a dryness everywhere? If you can see the next slide. When there is a dryness everywhere, Isaac was sowing. Isaac was asked to sow the seed in times of difficulty, in times of dryness, we are talking about tough-minded faith, sensing success in dark times. His friends would have come alongside of Isaac and they would have said probably, they would have asked Isaac, what in the world are you doing, Isaac, here? When everything is dry, when there is no scene, no, no, not even a single evidence that, you know, it's going to rain in the coming year. What are you going to do here? What are you doing here, Isaac? Isaac did not get discouraged. 
As usual, Isaac was simply ignoring all the negative words, ignoring all the negative things that are spoken against him right now because God had asked him to do something and Isaac is busy with that. He was not really worried about what people are telling about him, about the situation. He was not even listening to those who really doubt Isaac's faith on God. He was not even cared about them. And he was willing, he was moving further to sow the seed. Scripture says in the midst of the famine, he sowed seed in that land in the same year. Isaac probably he could have reasoned God. He could have even easily reasoned God and he could have even tried to convince God, God, it's not going to work. God, it's not going to work. It's not that easy as you think. Because for you, it's easy to speak from there. But I'm the one who, who will suffer. I'm the one who will be mocked at. I'm the one who will be ridiculed by my friends. God, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Probably he could have bundled all the seeds. And he could have kept those seeds aside. Maybe for next year. But nothing would have happened. You know, that's what we do sometimes. When sometimes God wants us to move in faith, God wants us to do certain things. You know, we look at everybody's face. We want to get everyone's opinion and everyone's acknowledgement. And you know, we, want to, we are very comfortable then. When I came to full-time ministry, if I would have convinced, if I had to convince my mom and my dad, I would not have come here serving God full-time. Paul says the same thing. In your life, there are many challenging times. You know, God wants you to take decisions and move forward. God doesn't want you to look at everybody's face and get acknowledgement from everybody and do something in your life is not going to happen. Isaac could have realized the power is not really in the seed, but the power is in faith that he has on God. You know, this morning I'm here to tell you it's not about your situation. It's not about your condition. It's not about what you have or what you don't have. It's all about the faith that you have in God. Children of God, we can't survive without faith. Our life without faith will be a fish taken out of water and thrown on the land. We need faith to follow God. Faith is a basic ingredient of a Christian life. Scripture says in the same year, in the famine, he received hundredfold return. What does it mean? When nobody's having any field, any plant in their field, Isaac sowed and he reaped hundred percentage, hundredfold. God blessed him. God blessed the one who had tough-minded faith. This morning, God is speaking to us. Today, we may not be in a very perfect situation. Our surroundings may not be in favor of us. It's not required. It was not for Isaac. It is not really required that when everything comes together, we'll do. When everything comes in alignment, we will move further. Sometimes we base our our understanding, whether it is the will of God, just to see when everything is coming in alignment. If God has spoken to us, if God wants us to do something, it is time to move forward. Let's not wait for evidences. Let's not wait for things to come in our lives. Let's move forward in faith. We may not have a proper education. We may not have, we are not the best talented individuals. 
But God is asking us this morning, can you have a tough-minded faith? All the odds at times in our work against us. But in the midst of all these things, God wants you to move forward. May it be some of the blessings that we have been waiting for in your personal life. May it be something that you want to do for God. We cannot wait for every situation, everything to become perfect to start. God wants us to have tough-minded faith of sensing success in dark times. Look at Isaac's attitude. He said, God, I don't understand. I really don't understand. But anyway, I'm going to do it. That's faith. It takes courage. It takes stamina. It takes your life to put your life at stake and say, Lord, I don't understand. But I do it, Lord, because it is you. You confirm me not just one time, two times, three times, multiple times. You confirm that in my life. Lord, I know I'm going to do it, oh God. He did not argue. He did not complain. He was not even trying to convince God. Or he was not even giving any excuse. And he said, Lord, if you want me to do it, I will do it. A tough-minded faith. It's not just an ordinary faith. It's a tough-minded faith. You know, that's what God wants to say. Today, God is looking for tough-minded people. God is looking for tough-minded individuals who can send success in dark times. The darker days are ahead of us. There is no doubt the darker days are ahead of us. It's coming on our way. And God wants us to be tough-minded, to take decisions and move forward. You know what? In this tough time, you have been waiting, for, make, for to, you have been waiting to make decisions you know, year before, year and a half before. But now when the situation changes, you will not see those atmosphere, surroundings coming into place again. It's not going to come because, you know, we are living in a new life, a new normal. New things are going to be in place. And do not wait for those things to come in your life. It's not going to come. And we need to accommodate ourselves. We need to change ourselves. And we need to have a tough mind of faith in God to move forward. Genesis 26, 12 says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the Lord blessed him. Secondly, tough-minded faith is coming back after a defeat. Coming back after a defeat. <laughs> we are all afraid of failures, right? How many of us went to Access Nova Scotia and failed how many times? Two times? Anybody here two times? Three times, don't raise your hands. <laughs> four times. Somebody is saying four times. Right? I think more than that, they are not going to fail you. They're going to pass you. You lost $220 <clears throat> applying for four times. But thank God for that individual. He went for four times. If I'm there, I probably would have not gone. I don't want to drive in my life. We are all afraid of failures. Tough-minded faith is coming back after a defeat. Coming back and trying it once again after a defeat. You may ask me this morning, you're talking about faith? And what do I need to do? I have faith in God. But we also know that faith without work is useless. We need to work forward. 
and how do we work forward if our mind is not helping us if our mind is not supporting us we need to have a tough mind as children of israel they were conquering the entire land of canaan as we are trying to, as they were trying to establish themselves in the blessed land as they were moving forward joshua was the great commander of the army they were moving under the leadership of joshua under this great commander children of god experiences victory everywhere except a major defeat in one city one small city by name ai in ai's children of israel were defeated you know it was a shame for joshua because he gained victory everywhere except that one small city called ai a was not a very great stronghold it was a small city so they chose 3000 men against the city to completely destroy the city and children of israel moved forward against the city to capture the city but the men of ai came forward and they struck 36 of them 36 of the children of israel and they fled made children of israel to flee from the land they had a major defeat joshua heard about this and he tore his clothes and he cried out to god lord what is going on on the face of this earth I have been gaining victory everywhere, but now I am defeated, Lord. What is the reason? And God told, there is an individual name by name Achan. And he coveted certain things. I wanted you to destroy the city of Ai, but you know what? He coveted certain things from the spoil. He took a beautiful Babylonian garment. He took 200 shekels of silver, and he took a huge block of, uh, not ice, gold huge block of gold weighing around 50 shekels he took all these things from the spoil which i cannot handle i did not expect i did not ask him to do i asked you to destroy everything akin's covetousness led the death of 36 important officials of joshua's army akin's covetousness led joshua to get defeated in this battle Finally, Joshua decided to get rid of Achan. And he called Achan and all his, his children, his wife, and all that belongs to him. And they were made to stand outside the city. And they were all stoned. And they were all burnt into fire. Joshua, a mighty man of God, a great commander of the army, was totally discouraged because of this unexpected defeat. This morning we are talking about tough-minded faith coming back after a defeat and joshua you cannot be like this you will need to have a tough-minded faith on god one failure is not going to put you down one failure is not the end of everything this morning god wants us to know failure is part of our lives you know at times children of god we worry i believe god i trust in god you know i am fully sold out for god i follow him i do his will and i do everything why failure in my life failure is part of everyone's life many things won't happen in the first attempt many things won't happen in the second attempt third attempt even fourth attempt for somebody Things are not going to happen easily. But what is important is, are we tough-minded to come back after a defeat? 
Suddenly we would have put a lot of effort into, you know, achieve those things in our lives. Maybe, maybe an entrance examination, maybe our IELTS, or it's a driving test, or a job interview, or a promotion. We would have put a lot of effort in our lives to achieve what we wanted to achieve. Failure is not easy to handle. When defeat takes place, our heart loses our strength. Our mind says that we can't do it again. I don't want to do it again. You can't make it. You need to just leave it. Try something else. Why you want to waste your time? Why you want to spend your money? Try something else. We at times say, we say that it's not for me. I'm not going to do it again. It's not for me. Joshua was in the same situation. He gave up and he said, I'm not going to go back. I lost my 36 key officials. I'm not going to go back. At this situation, God spoke to Joshua in Joshua chapter 8, verse 1. Shall we read together? Now the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid. He was afraid. Not be dismayed. Take all the people of war with you and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hands. And the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. When God spoke this to Joshua, probably Joshua could have said, Oh God, in front of my own eyes, I have experienced the defeat. I can't go, go again, Lord, to fight against them. I have never seen such a defeat in my life. In fact, that's true. He has never seen, he had never seen such a defeat in his life. But Lord God, my reputation, my reputation is gone. What people will think about me, oh God? I'm not going to go there again. I'm not going to do it again. You know how many times we are in that same situation in our lives? We are talking about tough-minded faith coming back after a failure, after a defeat. But Joshua, thank God, he was a tough-minded individual. He was a tough-minded man of God who had great faith in God. He would not even hesitate to come back to war after a great defeat. Because he had seen God doing great things in his life. He had seen with his own eyes River Jordan getting parted. He has seen with his own eyes Jericho walls coming down. He has seen with his own eyes sun and the moon staying still in the sky. He's a man of God. You know how many times we had seen such miracles in our lives. The things that we thought it is impossible, God had made it possible in our lives. We have seen great things of God. But this morning, God is asking you to have tough mind. The mind that is tough enough to exercise faith on God. Joshua was a tough-minded man of God. And he arose. He took all the people. And he went against the city. And he got a great victory. Defeat and failures cannot discourage a child of God. Defeat and failures cannot put you down at times. Failure is not the end of everything. Failure in the life of a child of God is allowed for a purpose. God is trying to teach you something. God wants you to learn something. God wants you to prepare more. God wants you to put more effort. God wants you to prepare well so that it will be a blessing for you in the future. Tough-minded people, they get up more than one time. 
more than two times, more than many times, even though they fall, they get up and they walk and they move forward. God wants you and I to be a tough-minded individual. Achan's sin was not to be continued. Joshua destroyed it completely. Tough-minded individuals also learn from their past and they will make sure they will not repeat that again in their future. They will never give up the great faith they have on God. They will fight for it and they will get it. You know, this morning, God wants you to fight with God. You remember Jacob, the way he fought with God? The way he wrestled with God and received the blessing upon his life? God wants you to do that. God wants you to continue until you achieve what you want to achieve in your life. Thirdly, tough-minded faith is ready to face the future unafraid. Can you read that with me? Facing the future unafraid. Facing the future unafraid. Toward today, we are living in a life that brings us great fear when you think about our future. As I was preparing this, I was just thinking about the kind of situation that we are in today. We can't underestimate, we can't even overestimate, we can't overestimate, but we can't even underestimate that the current pandemic crisis has threatened the mankind like ever before. It affected every life of our future. It affected every life of the future of your children. If you can put the next slide on. We need tough-minded faith to face our future. God is telling us this morning, we need tough-minded faith to face our future. You know, world is facing a crisis today. I mean, all these things we know, but I'm trying to put those things together. World is facing a tremendous crisis today in our own lifetime, in the lifetime of our children. It affects every system. It affects every functioning of the human life on the face of this earth. It affects education. It affects healthcare. It affects social, economic, and political systems. In all the systems that we touch upon today, it affects everything. People are living in fear of contracting with the virus. And those who have got, already got contracted, you know, they are living in fear of getting their organs affected in the future. It is true. It is happening. The death is true. People getting, uh, newly getting affected is true. We cannot deny that. People are living in fear. We may not experience the way, the amount of pressure that people across the land they experience. Unemployment. Poverty continues and it will continue. Overwhelming healthcare systems. And you know, many times there are long-awaited surgeries are postponed. You know how difficult it is for someone. Long-awaited surgeries are postponed because of the crisis that we are living in today. We're talking about tough-minded faith that was needed for us to face our tomorrow unafraid. Threats of new variants coming and spreading more aggressively than the original one. There's a tremendous change we see in the emotional and psychological behavior of our children. It's not only that it's also raising conflicts among people in terms of following restrictions, in terms of contact tracing, in terms of immunization, vaccination, and all the other public measures. It's raising confusion. It's raising conflicts today. When you think about international relationship, 
nations are stepping away from each other instead of you know coming together you know and tackling this issue together they are trying to step away from each other it's also triggering community protest and violence based on you know so many factors such as human rights social and racial injustice and harassment you know many things abuse and physical violence there is so much is caused and triggered by the current situation the question is if another such pandemic strikes this earth will the earth be able to handle all that it is handling and struggling today with such things have been never seen by most of us in our life but those things are when we were growing up we had never heard of such things but those things are seen by our little ones today they are reading about it they are seeing the pictures they are seeing the videos you know their concern is they are some of them are losing their parents but some of more than that some of the many of them are losing their grandparents they have a question in their heart their heart is broken they don't know how to express it but our children are going through a tremendous stress today mental illness behavioral disorders emotional behaviors are going to go high whatever we are talking here that's not our original problem we did not start 2020 year 2020 with all these problems in hand we had another set of problems in our hand where are those problems they are still there and we are expected to handle those issues on top of what we have been what the world is currently going through is causing tremendous stress on families and individuals and this morning we are talking about tough-minded faith to face future unafraid how do we face our future unafraid couple of scriptures and i'm going to close god is asking the church to have tough-minded faith when someone has a tough-minded faith when someone is having a tough-minded faith this is will we see we will see in his life psalm 112 verse 7 reading from niv they will have no fear of bad news their hearts are are steadfast trusting in the lord someone who is having a tough minded faith they will not fear when they hear bad news their heart is steadfast trusting in the lord you know this morning god is again asking us where is our trust why are becoming disheartened why are we giving up it's this is true that it has happened in our very own family but don't you trust god don't you believe that god is existing someone who has a tough minded faith will have no fear of bad news their heart is steadfast because they trust in the lord how do we develop this tough minded faith a couple of scriptures here that may help you by knowing the existence of god shall we read colossians chapter 1 verse 17 and he is before all things god wants us to know his existence he is before all things and in him all things consist name it whatever it may be he was in existence even before all the things were created he was in existence before all things came all things came into existence all things were made and in him everything consists that means he is still in control how can we become tough minded individuals how can we have tough minded faith we need to know our god we need to know the existence of god 
The moment we take God away from the equation, we struggle. We are filled in fear. And we don't know how to teach our children, how to bring them in a godly way. We need to know God is existing. Secondly, by knowing that our days are in God's hands. Two scriptures here, Psalm 31, 15. My times are in your hands. An awareness that my days are in the hands of God will not make you afraid. It may happen to someone because God has already appointed the day. There is a day that God had appointed to you and to me and everything is going to happen on that day. Until then, nothing will happen. How do we know it? We know the word of God and we believe. Nobody can touch us. Nobody can do anything to us. Nobody can harm us. Even if somebody tries to do something, it's not going to harm you because the day has not come in your life yet. By knowing that he has numbered our days, Job says in Job 14:5, since his days are determined, the number of his months is with you. You have appointed his limits so that he cannot pass. God had put a line in our lives until then we are alive. And nobody can be go beyond. You know, that awareness will help us to continue what we, God wants us to continue. Not to bury ourselves in our sorrows. Not to bury ourselves in our fear. And this morning, God is telling us, I am in control. I hold you in my hands. Your family is in my control. Your children are in my control. And why do you worry? You need to be tough-minded. You need to have tough-minded faith on God. Finally, Psalm 34, 4. How do we gain this tough-minded faith on God? By seeking God. Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all my fears. There is only one way, you know, to come out of our fear today is to by seeking God. We need to seek God. You know, that's why it is important to come to church on Sunday morning. That's why it's important to get together whenever we can know. We come to know about God, study the word of God, pray together. We need to seek God. By seeking God, our minds become tougher and rougher so that we will not fear for anything. This morning we talked about a couple of things as I summarize and close. Sensing success in dark times. Coming back after a defeat. And finally we said... Facing the future without fear. This morning, our prayer is, God, I want that mind. My mind is so broken. My mind and my heart is so fragile. I want the toughness within me. Shall we all arise this morning?